Have you ever questioned whether you or your direct reports are being as productive as you can be? With the flexibility to work anywhere, anytime, how do you maintain a connection with your team and manager to maintain trust and signal productivity? In today's episode, we're discussing the five behaviors that indicate productivity. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zanger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th Percentile. I'm Brianna Corin, and joining me today is my father and renowned psychometrician, Dr. Joseph Folkman. I feel like I need to give some background before we begin. You wrote this article last year about ways to signal your productivity to managers while working remotely. And I wrote the headline for this article, Are People at Home Actually Working? And a lot of people reacted very strongly to that headline. There's a lot of sensitivity. Um, but look, when I was reviewing it, I felt like when we published that article, a lot of people were adjusting to remote work, and sometimes you would question each other's level of productivity. I mean, no one will admit to it, but it's true. Um, you've probably thought to yourself, what is so-and-so doing all day? Are they just going to Costco and hoarding toilet paper, or in your case, Joe, Clorox wipes? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard about your secret stash in the early days. You took advantage of that early morning senior hour back in 2020. Well, you know, I was getting up early and uh, my wife was disinfecting anything. And I figured, you know, I needed a good supply. <laughs> you know, I will still have some need of them because, you know, we're still using the wipes. One of my neighbors, they skipped the disinfecting wipe and instead they bought chocolate. Oh. When I asked her why she was buying chocolates, she says, when things get tough, I think chocolate's going to be mo worth more than disinfecting. <laughs> Probably. If the world ran out of chocolate, I'd hate to see what that looks like. Oh, but in all, <laughs> in all seriousness, um, there's a new level of trust with remote work that we're still getting used to. And without the physical visibility to signal productivity to your manager, there are some things that you can do so your manager never questions if you're actually working at home. First off, we shared in the podcast and our research in the past that employee engagement went up significantly during the pandemic. So we know people are actually working, but it does look different. And we're adjusting, especially to these hybrid solutions. Well, the late Peter Drucker made a relevant observation that I believe applies to our current situation. He noted that many people thought that the key to their success may be conscientious, diligent, and consistently producing good outcomes. He cautioned that it was not correct. Yes, people needed to do those things, but they also need to make certain that their colleagues and especially their boss knew that they were doing an effective job. That is very interesting that their bosses n know they're doing it. Because that is not about the leader. This is about an individual's responsibility to be aware of how their productivity is perceived by others and to ensure that others see them as effective. 
So that is what we're going to be really digging into today. What behaviors indicate employee productivity and effort to managers? <laughs> so how do I help my manager know that I'm really working hard? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good thing. So this might be helpful for some people because if your boss is questioning how hard you work, this may be of use to you. Now, to answer the question, I analyzed a data set of 9,755 individual contributors, and I looked for behaviors that best differentiated the most effective from the least effective individual contributors. Each contributor was rated on their level of productivity and effort by their manager. Once the behaviors were identified, I performed a factor analysis and clustered the behaviors into five dimensions that the data revealed were most influential to managers on their ratings of productivity and effort. And number one is? The first one is takes initiative. When individual contributors not only do their assigned work, but take additional work on, that sends a powerful message on productivity and performance. This is especially impactful when people see a need that was not being met and takes on tasks voluntarily. Parents are often frustrated at their children when they finish a meal and leave their plates on the table or throw their dirty clothes on the floor of their room for someone else to pick up. Ah, I know this well. My kid just, well, she, she's smart. She piles hers on a shelf. It's not very impressive. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, but they're not on the floor. <laughs> yeah. However, parents are impressed and proud when their children do the opposite and they actually hang something up. Yes. <laughs> Those who lack initiative want to do the minimum amount possible to keep their jobs. Yes. Taking initiative and finding, finding things to do and doing them, that's amazing. It's just, it just makes managers and parents so, 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 so happy. It does. Now, the number two is consistently delivering results. My parents used to say, excuses are like feet. Everybody's got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, not everybody, but, you know, most people do. Some people have three. <laughs> well, we all encounter problems on occasion. And when we find it hard to deliver what we said we would deliver, uh, that gets in the way. But some people can always be trusted to provide results that they promise. When people work in an office setting, it's easy for a manager to know precisely if results have been delivered. However, when working remotely, the manager is less visible. So a lot of people believe that it's their manager's job to monitor and measure deliverables. Um, is, that, is that reasonable? I mean, especially when you've got everyone working from home and maybe the manager working from home? Hey, believing that it's your manager's job to monitor and measure deliverables is not reasonable. It is unwise to keep the manager guessing about what's been accomplished. Remote workers need to keep their manager informed about what has been done and what needs to be completed. So I've been working remotely for eight years and I've gotten used to sending uh, weekly status reports that indicate where all my projects are at and my progress and what I need and what I've done over the past week. And while they might seem annoying to some people, um, having that running list, you know, helps me indicate my productivity. And a lot of people have developed a lot of different systems of indicating what they're doing, when they're doing, what's happening through Teams or other platforms um, and systems that 
are showing that you're working. That's true. And there's many different solutions that are available using various software programs to kind of monitor this and keep your manager informed. Just remember that visibility matters. And if you don't have something in place, create something that works for you and your manager. The number three issue is displaying expertise and good judgment. Sharing your knowledge, experience, and expertise adds value to your work and it increases the perceptions of your high productivity. When we lack the opportunities to display these qualities, it is often perceived as lower productivity. And when we display these qualities, it's perceived as higher productivity. Often working remotely, some people are at a disadvantage because they lack the opportunity to share knowledge and demonstrate their sound judgment. So I can verify that this is true. When you are not in people's faces, they forget about you. <laughs> Some people <laughs> didn't even know I worked for Sanger Vogel for a while. <laughs> so what can you do to get more access to opportunities to display expertise then? Oh, that's a great question, Bree. I believe it comes down to frequent communication with your manager and others in the organization. Ask your manager about organization needs and opportunities within the organization. Remote workers will need to be more proactive, seeking out opportunities for growth and development. Hey, don't wait to be asked. The fourth uh, issue that helps uh, show your productivity is being a role model and walking the talk. One of the great discoveries of psychology in the last century has been that our behavior shapes our mindset. We can effectively alter our mindset and attitudes by controlling how we behave. We frequently hear that one big lesson that many have learned as they work from home in the pandemic is the need for a schedule and for routine. Why? Because their behavior changes how they think and feel about themselves and their work. The true test of someone's character is what they do when no one else is watching. Yeah. <laughs> Just because your manager cannot see you doesn't mean that it's okay to sleep in or quit early or have multiple breaks or watch TV while you're working. Working from home creates some challenging situations that include difficult working conditions, childcare, pet responsibilities, mm -hmm. which in turn leads to anxiety and stress. For those with uh, children at home, ponder the example being set for them as they see you working from home, what lessons will they take away from watching you? Oh, well, my, my son told me this morning um, to go up and, and, and record my podcast, do all my podcasts so that he can continue to watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> but they have learned that you don't come in when I'm on a meeting. So I get a lot of notes slid under the door and text messages that they send through Alexa to my phone. <laughs> so what's the last behavior? Well, the last behavior is the toughest one, and it's the willingness to stretch. Often with stress and anxiety, people begin to feel overwhelmed and resist learning new skills or taking on difficult assignments. Most of us had felt a bit overwhelmed during the pandemic. Feeling overwhelmed is not always correlated with the amount of work you have piled up. 
Managers are always impressed when their direct reports are willing to do something or take on a new difficult assignment. And that sends a signal about your work ethic and your desire to be highly productive. Yes, yes, I agree with this so much. And it's hard to say yes or volunteer yourself when you already feel you already feel stretched. And while you don't need to push yourself beyond your limits all the time, um, think over your year and ask yourself, did I stretch myself professionally in some way? So sometimes I'm a little too hasty volunteering myself for new projects and others. I've never so true. <laughs> for example, I've never produced an online course before. And when I heard and you were constantly writing these articles about confidence and all this research we had, I I thought we should make a short course for people and it would be so amazing that anyone at any level in the organization could take it. And it's been a completely overwhelming headache figuring out all the details on how to produce a course. But I'm so excited for the end product. We're releasing it soon. And I'm grateful that I volunteered and I dragged you and Jack into doing it with me. <laughs> so, that was so a re <laughs> really good example of a stretch assignment. <laughs> so what is the impact of improvement on productivity? Is, is it worth all the effort for individuals, does this actually make a big difference to them to indicate their productivity and be more productive? It's a good question. If a person was below average on all five skills, their productivity and effort ratings were at the 22nd percentile. Being just above average on all five skills raised their productivity and effort ratings to the 77th percentile. Ooh, that's so, big. You don't need to be great at each one of those, but just thinking, you know, I need to be above average. I need to stretch sometimes. And, and I, I just need to do those things a little bit better. That is one approach to improvement. But there's another approach, and we'd like to think about this as the strength building approach. Select three of the skills and become excellent at all three. Uh, excellent means 90th percentile. And being excellent at just three of these skills raises employee productivity and effort ratings to the 79th percentile. You could do all five above average or just be really good at three. <laughs> Take your pick. Yeah. As the world continues to adjust to this new environment, the individuals and organizations that exhibit and learn how to increase their employee productivity at home, working at work, or hybrid, working both at home and at work, will come out of this period with a significant advantage. This is a great skill to learn. The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast, was written and recorded by Brianna Korn and Joe Folkman and produced by Singer Folkman with music by Pleasant Pictures. If you're interested in learning more about Singer Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly webinar series hosted by Jack Sanger and Joe Folkman, visit our website at sangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on sangerfolkman.com.